Hi everyone, and welcome back to Disaster Pieces with me, Joanna, and... <laughs> and me, Sydney. We still haven't come up with a tagline, actually. No. That, that would be the perfect place to... Yeah, yeah. And I'm also just trying to remember which episode this is. Like, seven. seven. Yeah. Funny one today. Today's episode, we've gone for a bit more of a brand name, because last week... I suppose week, so, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we've got about 14, 15% of our listeners are from the US, so... I'm Shout sure, out to those guys. Yeah, yeah, they really appreciated AJR on last week. But yeah, this week we thought we'd just go for someone that was a bit more everyone would recognise. A mm-hmm. household name, perhaps. Yeah, but I mean, I obviously recognise the name, but like, I actually couldn't tell you hardly any of their songs. Well, again, still bigger in the US, but at least yeah, they are known For here. sure. They've got a couple of ones that the girls love to drop. They do. I was in the Netherlands recently, and on the last night we went to a club which they played the classic playlist of a trashy club night, mm. but with all of it made like reggaeton. <laughs> it was like Crazy in Love or like um, Wannabe. Mm. Like, dunga, 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 dunga. <laughs> If you weren't about future, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure there was some Weezer. Yeah, it's future. Weezer. It's yeah. Weezer, everyone. Yeah. Um, should say. Actually, before we want to get onto it, so oh. I've been messaging you all this week because... Are we going to do a little special feature? I don't know, just a little preamble. Yeah, yeah, a little special feature for a newsworthy disaster piece. In times like these, truly unprecedented times like these, it deserves a news bulletin. It's kind of stupid, obviously, because it takes like two months for the episode to come out. But Mm -hmm. right now, the song that is everyone's heads is Mother by Megan Trainor. Mm -hmm. And being the hosts of a Uh, canonically shit music podcast, we have to talk about it. Because I reckon this is making the canon. Yeah. Because she recently did, what was the other one? Which was also heinous. Made you look. Yeah, I hate, I fucking hate that Yeah, shit. that was awful. It's really drivel. But like, this is really... New depths are being depths, plunged. for sure, yeah. It's um, a cultural reset. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think Sydney said something like, now that Mr. Sandman has been turned into the actual lyric bum... Yeah, it was, it's because she turns the, you know, bum, 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 into, like, literally the word bum. Yeah. And I think I wrote to Joanna something along the lines of, as a species, we've lost something that we can't ever take back. Yeah. It is so dark. And, like... <laughs> it's so dark. But, but, I mean, it's just this perfectly noxious cocktail of appropriating sort of queer language. Yeah, I hate her, like, delivery. And also the music video is really weird. Starring Chris Jenner. But it looks really low budget, and I said that maybe they spent all the budget on Chris Jenner's appearance. I mean, that is definitely Feasible. possible. I mean, yeah. I don't know why else Chris Jenner would It looks really, it this. looks Also really Chris sh- Jenner. I know, it's really weird. In my inbox, at my job, I just got an email from um, Sony or whoever it is that just said in all caps, Chris Jenner is mother, out now. Oh my God. <laughs> went into my email and it was like, following the success of the global multi-platinum seller Made You Look, Megan is giving us one of her Wait, most iconic videos. Wait, how could it be a seller? Who's buying it? Because uh, they measure by streams okay. nowadays. Because no one's buying no. it. The pop charts, none Fine. of it is bought. Yeah, not only is Megan serving ultimate Hollywood glam, she also enlisted mother of all mothers, Kris Jenner. To st- when has anyone referred to Kris Jenner as that? No, never. I don't need to go into all this. I just thought I'd show you some of the funniest tweets as Please. well. One of them just reads, Megan Trainer has the vibe of a military wife who's heavily <laughs> cheating on her husband with an intensely average guy and is also super into MLM. And I think it does, that tweet does Uh, capture, like, it does feel... I'm so confused, but it's also so right. It it does feel like there's a strange sort of body swap thing of, like, Mm. she does feel like a military wife trapped in a pop star's body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, something just is off, indescribably. Then this person also did this great tweet in response to her announcing the single, which was... Unfortunately, we're now caught in a cycle. The more she fails to mother, the more she mothers because she is becoming the mother of not mothering. Online gay culture is obsessed with an idea of camp and irony, where the bad and ugly turn good and iconic. Unmother becomes mother. Yeah, excellent. There is like a postgraduate thesis in there. The fact that Megan Trainor is literally mother right now. I am your mother. You listen to me, stop all the mansplaining, no one's listening, tell me who gave you the permission to speak, I am your mother, you listen to me, you just a bum bum bum, bum bum bum. 
let's get into the meat of this. Yeah. Which is, of course, we're doing Weezer and the sort of canonically worst Weezer album is Ratitude. Everywhere I look, all I'm told is that it's Ratitude. Every Weezer fan, that's the one thing they unite over, right, is that Ratitude right. is the worst right. Weezer album. What is your experience with Weezer prior to this episode? Barely any, like, but I knew the name and I mm. knew that I didn't like it. I hate to sort of shatter the dreams of any particular Weezer maniacs who are listening in, but yeah. I actually don't like Weezer and think they've always been terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even their best stuff. But I do I do understand where the appeal is. That's more just my personal yeah, yeah. grievance in that I just don't think Weezer has ever made good music no 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 apart from i do love the song say it ain't so well that's like surely they're what they're famous for yeah for sure what other hits have they got i mean that's buddy holly oh yeah and we should say that a lot of the band they're following their identity a lot of it is buoyed by frontman Mm, rivers cuomo for sure yeah yeah who is like a huge part of the i mean in fact I could not tell you what any of the other members no, of the band no, are no, called. No, no. Do you have any other sort of like closing statements on Weezer before we kind of get into the nitty gritty? I just think I, I had this perception I had was like what they are, just another one of those pop punk, pop rock yeah, kind yeah. of bands from the US and I hate that music. I really mm. hate that music. Have you got your little yeah, paragraph yeah, for yeah. me? Okay. Ratitude is the seventh studio album by American rock band Weezer released on October the 30th, 2009. It was their final album on Geffen Records. The title of the album was suggested to Weezer vocalist Rivers Cuomo by actor Rain Wilson. I shudder at the thought of what the hell that conversation was. The album's cover artwork is a photo of a dog named Sydney. Originally published in the August 2009 issue of National Geographic, Cuomo thought it would make the perfect cover for Ratitude because to him it represented the feeling he gets when he performs live. When the band got in touch with the photographer to seek his permission, not only did he give his blessing, he also revealed that according to him, Sydney is a big Weezer fan. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that uh, little soundbite isn't taken out of context and used against me. It's possible. And do I read the the bit about Can't Stop Partying as well? Yeah, I think I've got a little bit in square brackets, but just below that. Can't Stop Partying was co-written with hip-hop producer Jermaine Dupree, and Put Me Back Together was co-written with the All-American Rejects member Tyson Ritter and Nick Wheeler. Huh. Guitarist Brian Bell had reservations about the inclusion of outside collaborators and the album's overall mainstream pop aesthetic. In a 2010 interview, Bell revealed that he had a conversation with Rivers about Ratitude, and he said, to put my mind at ease, that this is just one album out of many more that we're going to make in our career. When I heard that, I was like, okay, cool, well, that's a great way to think of it. We're just trying something. And this is just one record out of many more. Let's pause a minute and just dissect <laughs> that because I find that so it's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> also, this is, yeah, the last album on their deal with Geffen Records. I think it came out about 18 months after the last one. It was very much just like getting it Trying over the out. finish line. Yeah, yeah. So then they could be out of their record deal. Yeah, even as they're making it, the guitarist is like, this sounds like shit, but I'm worried. <laughs> And then he goes to Rivers Cuomo and Rivers Cuomo is like, mate, I know, but we're just churning it out. Like, it, At the end of the day, this is one of many albums we're going to put out. This is like in the studio. They are so disillusioned with this as a final product. Yeah. But before it's out, they're like, we know this is going to be terrible. Maybe I should talk more about their trajectory, actually, mm, Weezer, because mm-hmm. they, do, they did at least once have proper indie cred. So their first album... They weren't like industry plants or anything. They were young guys, like just a young power pop band. And they made some really catchy songs and people genuinely really liked it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Buddy Holly and Say It Ain't So were massive hits. Surprisingly, it seemed like pretty organic. And then after two years, then they put out their second album, which among Weezer fans is really, really celebrated as well. And, you know, I think it's bad but i like for this kind I mean, of music it's just not to our taste is it exactly because exactly. it's not very good but yeah and then they kind of what is wrong with people who like pop punk i mean especially once you get to a certain age it's like really embarrassing yeah i mean it's certainly music that is geared towards adolescence as we're gonna as fucking we're gonna explore talk about. that's the weird, one of the weirdest things about this album is that they're in they're their like late 40, 30s yeah yeah, yeah 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 then they take a big hiatus of like five years okay. between their second and third album 
And obviously this just like adds to their mystique and intrigue. They come back in the early 2000s and it's like noticeably worse, the quality. Okay. <laughs> and it's much more, I mean, I'd say they were always like pop orientated, yeah. but now it's much more like unashamedly pop orientated. Yeah. They put out a couple of records in the early 2000s to poor reception. Then they released an album in 2005 called Make Believe, mm -hmm. which really betrayed a lot of fans. This was so blatantly pop orientated. It has the massive single Beverly Hills, you might be yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to their top singles in prep for this and I, I definitely have heard that before. And also Make Believe, you know, famously this was Pitchfork in their really savage era. They gave Make Believe a 0 0.4 out of 10. That's so hot. Which... That's amazing. <laughs> which is so good. And in fact, the writer who reviewed Ratitude was the same writer who did the Make Believe review. Gave Ratitude a 4.5, which seems generous. I mean, it's by still kind of like Leave It Alone. But yeah, Make Believe was very much like a new low. Mm. Then in 2008, they make the Red album, which has a song on it called Pork and Beans, which yeah, is like yeah. a bit better. And it's not a great album. It's nothing on their first two, but it's a bit of an upturn. And people are like, oh, okay, maybe they're slowly kind of crawling their way back. And then it's. A year and a half after that, it's the Ratitude comes out. Yeah. And Ratitude is like a new low. So that's the kind of trajectory of the band yeah. at this point. And the band have released another, I don't know, fucking eight albums since yeah, then. Yeah, more. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Which only maybe one of them is I good. I have no interest in listening to any of them. No, neither. There's more on it here. I don't know if you want me to read the rest of it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. The album was released on November the 3rd, 2009 in the United States and opened at number seven on Billboard 200, selling 66,000 copies in its first week of availability. As of September 2010, it had sold 240,000 copies. I mean, I don't know how, if that's good or bad. I think that's, for that's that time. quite a lot. I mean, it debuted at number seven on the album charts good, in the US, yeah. so. Yeah. As for its critical reception, on Metacritic, that album received an average score of 57 out of 100 based on 25 reviews, ranking it as 714th for 2009. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I was thinking about it. That's almost... It's pretty much... That's the bottom of the pile. If you looked at every single day in the year and you, you looked at an album for each day of the year and then you doubled that, this would nearly be, be at, the bottom, at the, the bottom of the pile. I think, what, that that's 730 albums. The only Weezer album to be worse reviewed is Make Believe, by okay. the way. Scott Heisel of Alternative Press called it the antithesis of everything you loved about the first two albums writing that the album takes a severe and almost irreversible nosedive following the third track, The Girl Got Hot. I mean, I, I disagree with yeah, I think it takes a nosedive as it begins, I, but I anyway. I think the first couple, which are like the kind of clearly meant to be like the lead singles or whatever, are kind of the most objectionable in some ways. Anyway, <laughs> Hugh Jones of Slant magazine panned the album as a thematically vacant and sonically uninspired collection of ditties tailor-made for mainstream radio that contains an abhorrent cocktail of deluded lyricism and indolent musicianship. Evan Sordi of Pop Matters felt that Ratitude should be judged for being a collection of straight-faced, irony-free pop songs written by a guy who knows his way around a hook, concluding, As a Weezer album, it is nothing short of a profound disappointment. By any other standard, it's just the worst album of the year. Huh. Cryptic. Yeah, I think I wanted to include that because it's kind of um, savage like of them. It would be, it's a terrible album for Weezer. If it was anyone else, it would be the worst album of the year. Um, we Weezer are bad. Weezer are bad. Yeah, I guess so. For Weezer, it's just a disappointment. But yeah, for a good band, it it's would be the worst, album the worst thing you've heard. Right. Yeah, you were saying um, that the first couple of tracks are in some ways yeah, cause they the feel, worst. I mean, they feel the most like, I guess it's another album which is embedded in a world of totally stupid kind of vacant misogyny and mm. the first couple are especially bad for that i think yeah like i'm your daddy i mean even just listen to the titles like um if you're wondering the girl, if got, I, the girl yeah. got hot i'm your daddy if you're wondering if i want you to i want you to let's start with the first three yeah, first okay, okay. the big three because obviously like can't stop partying is a line in the sand yeah. But you'll be interested to know that the opening track was the lead single. The lead single, yeah, it sounds like that, yeah. And was, like, well-received among Weezer uh, fans and wider, which I I think it's maybe my least favourite on the whole really album. It's really icky. It's icky, icky. I it's your least favourite! It. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a kind of corker of a, <laughs> a horror show around about the middle. There's a couple that are duking Ooh, it out for me. Yeah, 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 sure. It feels kind of like... The storyline is just like extremely banal. 
Then he goes into this kind of speaking, singing thing before the verse, which I, I, I always find a bit shocking. I wouldn't mind it in theory. I, yeah. th- I think I don't like how divergent his speaking accent is to his singing mm, accent. Yeah. I think that automatically makes me recoil. As with basically the whole of this record, it's the lyrics. It's the, the lyrics, lyrics are really... a serious problem. Because <laughs> they're really... They're either really, like, vapid or actively kind of a bit offensive. Oh, I mean, it's just a, it's just bad. Like, it's just yeah. bad lyrics. The, the instrumental has kind of got this, like, acoustic rock yeah. kind of Violet Femmes-esque bit. Yeah. Um, before breaking into more of, like, a traditional power pop jam. And he describes it in an interview as, like, this awkward moment when, like, you want someone to make the first move, but you're too nervous to make the first move. And I'm like, you're 39. You yeah. have a child. Oh, <laughs> Why no. are you writing a song about this? Yeah, it, it really, it does sound like it's a 16-year-old writing the lyrics. Yeah. Like, they're worse than some of the AJR songs, and that those actually were 16-year-olds writing yeah. lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. He loves a name drop of a brand. Yeah, he does. Does, does Old Rivers. I took you to Best Buy. My least favourite bit is the Honestly, is the second I can't verse. I remember how it sounds. Joanna, you're a, a vegan. How did yeah. this bit make you feel? Oh yeah, I took I took some for the team. I, I'm a vegetarian, <laughs> uh, but your mum made meatloaf, and I took one for the team because I'm so into you. Yeah, you took me home to meet your mum and dad. Your mum cooked meatloaf, even though I don't eat meat. Uh, I dug you. So, I dug you so much. I took some for the team. It doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like at all. It's just kind of free prose. I mean, it's stupid. It's obviously stupid. Um, a couple of people have said that they don't think this is bad enough to be a disaster piece. But I think its reputation means it deserves like an assessment. Yeah, because it's it was like it's just of its time. You know, it's like kind of no, mid. It's like early. No. Well, he said it's like it's just of its time. It's like shitty early. Early 2000s music, I was like, it's 2009. And he was like, okay, it's a bit late for its time. <laughs> but how could how could he have said that when listening to, like, Can't Stop Partying? That's not, that doesn't belong to any era. It does. <laughs> no, you're so right. <laughs> That's an earworm, though. Like, yeah. this, this opening one, I could literally not remember for the life of me what it sounds like. I mean, do you want to get on to... No, we've, I feel like, have we still got... Yeah, I, I wanna... want you to blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, that, like, whole line about the meatloaf is so... I think one of the worst things about Rivers Cuomo as a songwriter is that he writes these things that are kind of despicable and these sentiments that have either a kind of unnerving or mm. just, like, embarrassing undertone. And he writes them as if we all feel this way it's unsettling you're right you're so right him writing about um breaking his vegetarianism so he can sleep with this girl and look it's not like i'm not saying that that in itself is like some inexcusable horrific act or anything it's just the way he writes about it is like he almost wants to be like i don't know patted on the back for being that kind of yeah 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 daring whilst also it's like the most meek and like mild-mannered thing you could do is just like quietly eat this meatloaf you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. also um when you're in your late 30s is this not the sort of thing that your girlfriend's parents know about before she like takes you home i don't know the whole framing of it it has got this sort of schoolyard implication that i don't i don't like yeah it sounds like it's aimed at 14 year olds mm. yeah it's like more childish than taylor swift which actually definitely is aimed at 14 year olds yeah sorry to have the swifties taking a loose yeah. one there Last of the summer was the best we ever had we watched titanic and it didn't make us sad i took you to best buy you took me home to meet your mom and dad I'm your daddy. I mean, instantly, I want my ears covered from having to listen to that title. It is, like, worse than you expect it to be, I think. I mean, this line is absolutely stinker. 
you got the brains, the body, and the beauty to top it off. off You're you're cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Also, he talks about like splitting a cheese fondue. I feel like he gets himself into these weird lyrical cul-de-sacs where he can't have taken more than half a second to think of what he could rhyme. Hence why you get like splitting a cheese fondue in the middle of this. The worst and weirdly unnecessary tidbit of information that he gave about the inspiration for that phrase is he Mm. thought of the sentiment, I'm your daddy, whilst looking after his six-year-old daughter who was ill. (laughs) And was like saying that. And then he he was like, oh yeah, I'm your daddy. And then he thought, yeah, I'm going to make a song about that and have it be romantic. (laughs) That sucks so much. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, you could not get like the FBI to torture that information out of me. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's going to your grave. <laughs> also, okay. do you remember the electronic bridge bit that happens on here? Because I found out who produced this song and it made all the sense. No, I don't remember. Uh, Wait, I kind of want to play it to you and yeah, then yeah, have you guess. bestie will i am no not quite oh that would have been but, so but good that, that would have been an ambitious crossover um no it's actually dr luke uh, yeah just horrendous that bridge bit also has one of the most kind of perplexing lyrics do you remember what the lyrics are for the bridge no i will ape the goomba if you tire try my best to moonwalk on the wire i just want to ooh ah feel your fire mm. feel your fire feel your fire uh-huh. much to dissect what does it mean? Ape the Goomba. So Goomba is obviously like the little mushroom things from Super Mario. Yeah, okay, I wouldn't know that, but sure. Ape the Goomba. So ape obviously like to mimic, but then Donkey Kong oh. is in that same area. This is him thinking he's like a poet, right? It doesn't like make sense no. though, as it. What does he mean by like pretending to be a Goomba? Hmm. And then if you tire, like I'm pretty sure um, Donkey Kong like throws tires oh yeah super mario yeah yeah yeah. so that so it's it's weird because all of this is in theory a pun but there's not actually Mm, any thing that it's there's no sense that it's making there's no no no. riff that it's doing try my best to moonwalk on the wire is purely like that rhymes with tire moonwalk kind of sounds like goomba um and i mean as if we didn't reach that conclusion already the next line is i just want to ooh ah Just all effort is given up. It's just like taking the actual piss. It's thinking we are stupid. Then we're gonna sit here and like the go ch- ooh ah. <laughs> I kind of like this bridge melodically, like yeah. but the lyrics are just so awful. I can't enjoy it yeah. at all. Which is the one that starts with the line "I told you to lose weight." Oh yeah, that's in like the middle, <laughs> that's, isn't it? I think it might be towards the end actually. Like that one's. Fucking shocking to me. Got it. It's tripping down the freeway. Ah. That's one of the weirdest opening bits as well. So cause, weird. Because then he's like, you went out with someone called Kevin Green. Yeah. Who's Kevin Green? It doesn't rhyme with the last line. It you just preferred doesn't... to go to a volleyball game. I told you that you can be more lame. It's awful. That's big of you. That's really big of you that you told this girl that she'd gained weight and also that she couldn't be more lame. It's really just a nasty... no way we are going to break up. We made a promise and our will won't fade out. I hate that song as well. I I hate hate it. I really hate it. It's chugging in a really bad way. Yeah, it's so... Uh, oh, and then the next, the second verse is, you withheld the physical love I need. I said, hey, then I'm going to play the field. Yeah, yeah. So she she's with him. she's not putting out. So he's like, I'm okay, gonna break gonna up see- with you, yeah. and then she's like, please don't break up with me, and he's like bragging about it. It's crazy. It's awful. It's really awful. And then it's got all of this horrible stuff, and then it's just like tripping down the freeway. Yeah. What does he think? Like, is it? 
I think he just thinks it's relatable. He thinks this is like a normal and acceptable way to behave yeah, to women that okay. you're going out with. And thinks that like either people will just think it's innocuous or celebrate it. It's of its time if it was the early 2000s, but it's not yeah, the early 2000s. No. I told you to put on Girl Got Hot as well from that initial three. And I mean, this is like, there was someone who was cool in high school, but no one cared because she wasn't hot and then Girl Got Hot. Yeah, it's a weird... It's, it's really weird. Coming from a 39-year-old man feels really gross. Like, yeah, gross it as does. hell. It's straight out of the American Pie era of rom-coms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was reassuring reading the critical reception for this and seeing that music writers of the time were picking up all this stuff and being like, it's weird and gross. It is weird. It's really weird. Wait, which is the one? Oh, I Can't Stop Partying, I think, is the one that I'm thinking of. Which is next? Shall we get on to that? Yeah. Wow. This is something... I think this is where probably a lot of Weezer fans checked out. <laughs> because... It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I genuinely think this might be my favourite on the album. Your favourite? Why? Maybe. Okay, firstly, wow. it's Sydney definitely... Sydney doesn't usually like the ones that are so bad they're good. <laughs> yeah, but this one... Okay, it's, it's definitely the catchiest. It's catchy as hell. I was just walking around the kitchen. I was playing this and then my flatmate came in and I was like, okay, I'll stop playing the Weezer. But then I was, he hadn't put something different on. I was just walking around making my dinner going, I, I can't stop, stop partying, partying. It's so partying, good. <laughs> I've gotta have Patron. I've, I've gotta, gotta have, have the beat. beat. <laughs> it's terrible. I've a lot of pretty girls around me. Yeah. Uh, oh, but the lyrics. I've gotta have the cars. I've gotta have the... Clothes? No. Babes? Is it jewels or juice? Jewels. Jewels. <laughs> it's not juice. <laughs> I thought it was, I've got to have the juice. It's jewels. It's yeah, jewels. the jewels. I liked how there was a little um, Monday to Sunday oh, reference. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is yeah. throwing me back to Black yeah, Eyed yeah, Peas. Yeah. It's more like a electro pop. Yeah, yeah, But definitely. it's got really it's low not, tempo. It's not like... And then also the big part of it is that it has a Lil Wayne feature. Which is unreal that is awful and look it's easy to hate random rap features that are inserted into an album that doesn't fit it like even if it was a good feature it would be way out of place but it's not a good feature it is so phoned in and like it's just horrible delivery Lil Wayne sounds really just like tired and not energetic. Party like tomorrow is my funeral. Gotta stop mixing alcohol with pharmaceuticals. At if least I... his rhymes are slightly more creative. But the usual is the fucking usual. Hmm. Man, my life is beautiful and my girls are mutual. <laughs> yeah, then he says, okay, bitches, Weezer and it's Wheezy. Yeah, what does that mean? So he's Wheezy. Why? Because that's like one of Lil Wayne's okay, fine. pseudonyms. Is that why? Is that why he's featuring? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe that was the entire thought behind it's Geffen Weezer Records sorting that. Upside Down MTV, because the cause M Upside weird? Down is a W. Oh, I thought it was just because, like, this is, ooh, Upside Down. <laughs> like, there's no what you expect. Um, please don't shoot me down wow, because I'm an endangered we're, like, species. We're doing, like, textual analysis of this. <laughs> yeah, but it has to be analysed. Don't shoot me down because I'm an endangered species. Maybe because he's like one of one, he's an oh. endangered species. Oh, you've just got to hear it. It's so bad. It's awful. It's like laconic. It doesn't have any. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like tomorrow is my funeral. Gotta stop mixing alcohol with pharmaceuticals. And the unusual is the fucking usual. 
unusual Man, my life is beautiful And my girls are mutual Okay, bitches, Weezer and it's Weezy Upside down MTV Please don't shoot me down Because I'm an endangered species It's the days of our lives But my night just started I pray the killer doesn't take the life out the party Tron. I mean, the whole thing is bad. Like, I don't like the music at all. This music would never be the vehicle for delivering, like, profound, beautiful lyrics. But the lyrics are really, really bad. I mean, it's a bit stylistically different, right? There's a couple that stick out in terms of the flow of drivel, and this is one of them, I would say. This and Let It All Hang Out, Jermaine oh, Dupree wrote. It's just they that, wrote like, the, the words or the music? I think both. Sure. Definitely the words. And that's one of the noticeable things, because these are not Rivers Cuomo's... They're not his words. He's talking about, like, so oh, yeah, Monday is... to Sunday, I hit all the clubs. And oh. even written down, it says, and now everybody know me so he's like bringing in that black sin he didn't come up with any new lyrics he's just singing it like as this other guy wrote it yeah and apparently that that is what happened is that like Jermaine Dupree came with the song to him yeah and initially he was like this is a good song but I'll write my own lyrics ah. and then he just couldn't be asked and then just did it and Fuck. like that just really That's speaks to the attitude. Hell. Yeah. do you want to hear the acoustic demo of this of course I do which is actually it's kind of hauntingly beautiful. <laughs> but apart from he doesn't change the lyrics and that's a serious problem. <laughs> but it shows what this song like. So it could have been, Can't Stop Partying could have been like. I can't stop partying, partying. I can't stop Also on r slash Weezer, I saw a whole thread that was like, is this ironic and it's meant to be sad about someone who is like addicted to drugs? Maybe if you delivered it in the right way. Or is it just meant to be like, party, 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 party all the time? Like, which is it? Yeah, it's kind of trying to have it I just don't ways, think I can it? give this album any credit for potentially being even meant to be ironic. Like, I just don't believe it. I don't think there's enough effort in it for no, it to be no, ironic. No, 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 Well, this is the thing. He definitely thinks it's, like, actually deep. Or at least he said it oh. in this interview. What, like, that it's about someone who has a problem and, like, can't stop partying? Or about someone who, like, loves their life and can't stop partying? So he says, There was no sense of irony or darkness or tension in the first draft I heard from Jermaine. Huh. It was purely, woohoo, let's drink, get stoned and get it on. Which is a fine sentiment, but I couldn't honestly put that out and have it be the end of the story. So I ended up turning the music into something dark and beautiful and haunting. <sighs> which gave it a different meaning without changing the lyrics. So Lil he Wayne... thinks that it is about someone who's like sad and, yeah. lonely, and lonely and can't stop partying. But the production doesn't match no, that at doesn't. all. No, it doesn't. It could have been like acoustic and it instead goes off in the direction of, I guess, what I imagine the original whatever it was oh my god i don't even know if i can read this next bit it's like kind of offensive okay i i mean tell me and then we can always we can always cut it uh so he's talking about lil wayne's yeah. feature uh he sounds like he's totally insane and not just for the sake of sounding crazy he's not trying to sound ghetto or gangster or intellectual he's just very natural and weird the first time i really became aware of him was when he worked the ninja turtles into the song kush he says I feel like I'm racing a bunch of little turtles. Keep a bandana like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're in the same school of rhyme. <laughs> yeah. First, first of all, he rhymes turtles with turtles, which is crazy. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> this is a direct quote. Second, he pronounces, <laughs> he pronounces turtles with this real hard R. Not the hard R. 
So he sounds super nerdy, which is something you don't often hear from black rappers. Oh my god. Third, he references the Ninja Turtles. That's another thing you don't often hear. Anyway, there you go. I think the one other contender that I would potentially say was actually my favourite. I'm going to propose Put Me Back Together as the best one. Okay. Because that is like more of a straight and arrow just power pop song I don't hate Put Me Back Together you're right and I think if it was delivered by someone different I would not mind it that much yeah it's unfortunate because all my goodwill towards this record has been eroded to a nub by this point in the album (laughs) and like it means I can't take the song on its own merit in isolation I think it's it's kind of good yeah saying earlier that one of your least favourite is in the middle. Well, one that's just a, a shock, I mean, probably the most shocking objectively. Is it the one we're about to yeah, talk about? It is. Yeah, Yeah, so, yeah. this was so funny because... This, I, my, I, my jaw hit the floor when I heard this for the first time. Yeah. Um, it's so out of the blue. So, the it's song is so, called... so, so, so out of the blue. Love is the answer. It's another one of these where is the love... One tribe. I'm not kidding. When I was listening to Trippin' Down the Freeway, I was thinking how, like, their whole affect is, like, if the Beatles were really shit. Mm. And, like, this plodding... Ah! And then we're about to get yeah. there within you, without you moment. Yeah, so this was kind of <laughs> reminding me of, like, you know, why do it? Why don't we do it in the road or something sure, like that. And sure, I was sure, like, sure, sure, sure. If the Beatles were much worse and doing it in 2009. And, I mean, the Beatles' lyrics are famously not necessarily all that profound or that much, but, like, they're much better than this. They put all their effort into some songs and some songs they just bash out. I just filler, yeah. Whereas, like, this whole album is Has just... no effort. It's just bashing it out. Um, yeah, and then we get Love is the Answer, which is... Unreal. It, it has this sitar Carnatic on it. music moment. <laughs> it's having its world music moment, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it's doing. Well, having its within you, without you moment. Yeah. But I mean, it's not just a little bit. It's like the whole song. It's like a whole verse in Hindi. I don't think it's a sample, or is it a sample? I don't think it's a sample. Te- tell it's... us, do tell us, Sydney. Well, let's see. I don't think it's a sample, but I also can't find any record of who it is. I mean, it really doesn't fit with the rest of the song at all. It doesn't fit with the song. No. It doesn't well, fit with the album. Who sampled doesn't have a sample okay. listed. And I do like her bits. They're, they're good. I mean, sure, but like it's... it's... They don't mesh with, no. the, with the Rivers Cuomo. So he not sings on it as all. well. They're not like duetting. It's just no. like his bit and then It sounds a bit like it then... could be a sample, but it isn't apparently. That just goes to show how like inserted it feels. And, and it's then called... obviously the words are... It's love is the answer and it's like... Brother, brothers and sisters. Exactly, exactly. You know, Very kumbaya. Yeah, know. yeah. It sounds terrible. It sounds really it's bad. It's really unlistenable. And yeah, I yeah. do agree that, like, it is probably one of the worst. This song was what led me to r slash Weezer. To I look s- for answers. Because no, love wasn't it. it. And there's a whole Reddit thread called I Like Love is the Answer. <laughs> AMA. It, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. And then someone says, Are you real? And someone says, I like it too. In fact, I like every song on Ratitude. No. And someone replies to that, you must get so many bitches. And then someone says, yo, same. It's not my favourite Weezer song, but it's my favourite off of Ratitude. And I think the sitars and Hindi vocals are awesome touches that make the song stand out. Finally, someone gets it. No. And that's by a Reddit user called your underscore mums underscore boobs. Wow. Yeah. And look, I like, you know, the inclusion of Indian music in Western pop music. I think it can be fun and really good. And the Beatles do it in kind of a cool way. Yeah. But this is just like, I swear to God, they're sat in the studio and they have no ideas. And Rivers Cuomo is like... And they're Cuomo like, I guess we should like, do one... Oh, the Beatles did like they're an like, album that did one yeah. Indian song in it. Why don't we do that? And, I think, and they're like, I guess we should do one Where Is The Love kind of situation. Also, it's like right after the song where he was like, I told you, you put on some weight. You won't, wouldn't have sex with me, so I threatened to break up with you. <laughs> but love is the answer. Yeah. It's awful. It's awful. This was the gasp moment for me on this album, was this. I feel like when I go to mix this later... 
I almost don't want to mix in the really nice bridge that she sings because it's really nice and good and I feel like that's not really a fair representation of no. this song. Jermaine Dupree also wrote Let It All Hang Out, mm. which again, Rivers did not change any of the lyrics huh. at all. One of the things that I think is interesting to uh, map is in the chorus he talks about, I'm going out with my homies and we're going to let it all hang out. Rivers Cuomo never in his life referred to his friends and his homies. No, it Let's be so. real. And then I remembered, hang on. Weezer have a song where he uses the words homies. What is it? It's come to mind. And I realised... In Buddy Holly, there's this bit that, to me, feels racially motivated when he's like, uh, the first lyrics of the song are, what's with these homies dissing my girl? But they're not, like, they're not his friends. They're, like, uh, the others. These homies. They're, like, the, the guys across the street. Fuck. And I, th- I think it's so funny that, like, that's the only other time he's used homies is to refer to, like, this oppositional group. I mean, I'll let the listener read between the lines here. And then now he's singing the song about, like, uh, I'm going out with my homies and we're all going to let it On the last out. day of the weekend? Very strange lyric. Like, the last day, last day of the weekend, like, that's a Sunday. Like, I don't want to go clubbing on a Sunday. So the end of the first verse, he says, Me and my girl ain't speaking weeks, uh, and I can't remember the reason why, why, why. On top of that, it's a recession. Ding, ding, ding. Financial crash core. <laughs> Uh, 2009. <laughs> Wait, does it um, say that? He says, yeah, on top of that, it's a recession. Oh my god. Um, I feel like Jay-Z. Uh, why? <laughs> uh, well, partly because he didn't write this. Uh, Jermaine Dupree did. But also, like, surely if the recession was hitting him hard, surely he would not feel like Jay-Z, because Jay-Z's famously a baller who Yeah, has right? Money, That's what so I was thinking. Like, I don't understand yeah, the logic yeah, yeah, there yeah. at all. I think it's funny after all that stuff and all those lyrics that obviously do not sound like they came out of Rivers Cuomo's mind. No. It ends with saying, we were born to rock, which I just find that so funny. That's heavy. It That's just heavy doesn't, it doesn't fit with like his whole no. affect and the rest of the song. And then is that it? No, we still got two left. Oh my God. Well, to be fair, I've written... Oh, In the Mall. In the Mall is really bad. The weird thing about Being it is in that the mall. he's going on a date with someone, right? In the Mall, which, which no is such a like, teenage yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. No self-respecting 39-year-old would do. And also he sings about like taking the elevator to the escalator. This is again Shut like up. trying to just find words that rhyme desperately. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the Mall, in the fall, we're sneaking to the emergency hall. First we smoke, then have a smoke. Uh, what? Get change for tokens and a pretzel and a Coke. Like, why are they 12? It's very weird. And then finally we have like crawled our way to the finish line with Oh fucking hell this one. This Which might one? be my least favourite actually one? on the um I don't wanna let you oh, go. Oh yeah. It's giving me Christmas vibes. It's huh. giving me like love actually vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
isn't he like even if I have to wait for a hundred years mm. is that on this yeah even if years. it's a hundred years before you change your mind I'll be here waiting girl until the end of time like leave her alone yeah. and also the sentiment is still like I'm gonna wait for you but it's actually really insidious I mean it's yucky he's not a nice man this rivers I have lost all hope of being normal once again I will be a slave to you until the bitter end even if it's a hundred I'm also so ready for the record to be over at this point, and I hate the whole vibe of it. I hate the cloying instrumental. Yeah, for sure. I hate the weird, creepy lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hate the way he says, a hundred years, and it doesn't <laughs> fit. <laughs> Before we get on to the best track, worst track roundup, yeah. uh, I decided to Google, for my shame, Oh no. Uh, Rivers Cuomo weird tweets. Oh my god. I'm just going to let Joanna look okay. and read some of them. The thing is about Rivers Cuomo is he's obviously just like a weirdly horny dude all the time. Yeah, the I'm impression really upset I by... Oh, I don't want to read these out. <laughs> They're horrible, aren't they? My butt feels bigger in a good way, like I've got more thrusting power. Wait, what year was that tweeted? Cause 2009. So, so, so yeah, he was like yeah, 38. Yeah, he ju- this had just been released. <laughs> it, it's October, it's mid-October 2009, yeah. this had just been released. Wow, very much on his mind. Uh, I accidentally let myself into my massage therapist's house and got undressed on the wrong day. Um, whole titty. <laughs> Send tweet. What age do you have Tinder set to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rivers. There's worse, believe me. I'm not going to make Joe read them all out. Uh, yuck. In many men's rooms, there are... They place one urinal low to the ground, which is good for boys, short men, and men with very long penises. And someone replied, Rivers is all three. Oh. Don't like that. Mm. The Weezer performance kicked ass, I nutted, in all caps. Did he tweet that? Yes. Oh my god. In 2019. No, age 48. Wait, is that what he looks like? He's kind of, um, he's got like glasses and... uh... No. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, <laughs> What the fuck? He also looks kind of like an incel. It's probably at this point I should say that Pinkerton has a song on it. This is like one of the canonically good Weezer albums. He wrote a song basically fantasizing about this teenage fan from Japan that wrote him a love letter. Oh, wow. I don't like this guy at all. Not mm. one bit. What's he tweeted recently? I'm so excited to announce the release of Weezer's awesome new song, I Want a Dog. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's do a best track, worst track. What are we saying? Uh, best track is really hard. Stuff, I guess, could be described as best for various reasons. Mm-hmm. I want to hear a version of Can't Stop Partying with new lyrics. And I want to hear that acoustic version with like a better singer. I want to hear like Jeff Rosenstock on it or yeah. something. Because I Want You To, I think, is similarly could have the bones of a decent pop song. It's the weird with lyrics in the verses is so bad. different lyrics and obviously a different singer. A human, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I guess it has to be I Want You To or Can't Stop Partying. I'm actually going to put um, put Me Back Together oh, yeah. as my oh, best. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's, that's the only well. one that's like a serviceable song. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I think I'm happy with that as well. I mean... I've got to have Patron just cracks me up so yeah. much. It's so weirdly specific, so isn't weirdly it? So weirdly specific, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also talk about being brought goose. Yeah, like, the, goose. the goose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> later in it, I'm pretty sure they talk about the goose. Um, yeah, it's all these, I guess, like signifiers of social status, yeah. right? But yeah, worst track, there is a lot of competition for this. Yeah. So I'm thinking my nominees are oh. The Girl Got Hot. Really bad. I think love is the answer. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to let you go. What are you saying? No, I think that's good. I mean, I think it has to be love is the answer just in terms of that has the, has the biggest gasp factor. But it's quite it's yeah. quite an outlier, you know. It's really, really, really random and weird. It honestly like speaks to someone who has like lost it. You can see why like Weezer heads really checks out with this one. 
Even yeah, after like, if I actually liked a band and then they did this album, I'd be mortified. After like make believe already really fucked their reputation, and then they came back with the red album, and people were like, okay, maybe they're not so bad, and then bang, yeah. they have this. Yeah, I think it's one of those where it gets worse on a multiple listen. Uh, upon like any scrutiny. Any scrutiny, yeah, yeah, because like on a first listen, it's just like, yeah, I don't really want, I don't want to listen to this. It's kind of background music. If if it's background music, like I don't, I'm not enjoying it, but I don't mind too much. But upon any scrutiny, it gets much worse. I would say, yeah. It's maybe um, kind of a testament to the direction that Weez were going. That after this, they didn't release an album for five years, and then the two they released after are seen as like two of their best. Huh since their debut so it was really like they kind of they were listening they mm. were healing mm. they took <laughs> a massive gap and then put out like ages. actually good music because they'd just been on like a swift downward spiral is it actually until good the... what the two after yeah. these um i've not really listened to it and no. i don't really have any desire but no. from what i understand they're like two of the best weezer ones mm, okay uh, i think and then interestingly after they released them they went right back down again <sighs> These guys just don't have good taste, do they? Like, they're not good musicians. Like, they should just not be... No, 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 no. Before we uh, round things off, I just want to reveal, now that we've managed to swing a last-minute interview with Mr. Cuomo himself. Um, Rivers, how you doing? Yo, Sydney, what's up? Good to see you, my man. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I've never heard you call me my man before, but appreciate it. Let's have a chat. I just wanted to ask you about um, that message that you sent me on Instagram it was kind of weird uh, dating all the way back from 2012 uh, of me jumping um, what was that about? Well we saw that picture of you jumping through the air and we were like whoa that's exactly how we feel when we're on stage every night oh really? We get midway Shit. through the set we got all this blood flowing suddenly we're able to pull off these amazing stunts just like you Sydney. oh thanks man you know everyone loves those first two Weezer albums but don't you think it's uh, about time that you, you know, called it a day? Uh, especially with all the weird shit that you've been tweeting. Weezer ain't never gonna retire, dog. It's not about the money. This is what we do. This is what we were born to do. Rock out. So we'll keep going until we fall over dead. Um, what's up with the lead singer of this album? Doesn't it feel like you're uh, trying to coerce someone into sex? That's kind of what the song's about, Sydney. It's about that moment right before you make that first move not sure if you should make it you're kind of wishing the other person would make it and it's very awkward that's what i want you to is about oh okay uh looks like the connection's cut out but um anyway thanks so much to rivers and his team for allowing me to do that interview i really appreciate it this has been an episode of disaster pieces uh, yeah it this... has <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wears truly... you down it does wear you down but we love uh, it. We love it. Exactly. Um, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Goodbye. Make it cream, make it scream out in public. Make a scene. I don't cook, I don't clean. Make it drop Touch that little dangly thing That hangs in the back of my throat